the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and we're going to actually be here till noon like we always are every Saturday from 10 to noon. We're talking about car, car repair. Should I do this? Should I trade it in? What do you think about this kind of car? This is what the shop told me. Any of those kinds of things we can handle, we can help you. And it's kind of a give and take thing. Um, We're going to introduce you on the air, and we're live on the air, and then we'll talk to you about your problem, and I'm going to ask questions, and you're going to answer them. And when you answer them, it's easy. It's yes, no, or I don't know. It's okay. A lot of times that happens. So if you'd like to join us, you can, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We have five lines available. One of them's taken right now, and Jan called in, called in early. So I'm going to take her right now. Jan, good morning. Good morning, Mark. It's the man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jan, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, and and, no and and somebody was clicking in my headphone ears or at the radio station saying, Mark, it could be a man. <laughs> so it's okay. Thank yeah. you, Jan. Thank you. I need some help. I've got a, a Ford F-150 pickup truck, small V8, and the air conditioning quit working on me. And uh, I just, I'm kind of puzzled everywhere I go. Uh, they want to sell me a kit. But my compressor is still working okay, and don't know quite what to do. Um, I went to one place. Let me ask the you guy some questions. Me... Okay, sure. No, no, go ahead. You went to one place, and the guy showed you pictures that he had taken. He wouldn't. He wouldn't let me look at it, but he took pictures and showed me uh, that there were several leaks, and the refrigerant had been gone. It is is gone, and. Uh, he quoted me a price that didn't sound too reasonable to me, and so I'm, I'm kind of still looking around as to what I should do. Maybe uh, eleven hundred plus or minus three hundred. Uh, way above that. Okay. Okay. Well, you bring up some really good points. Um, you, you, evidently, it doesn't have enough freon in it, and the low pressure switch kicked off the power to the compressor. So, as a technician. The first thing we're going to do is is we're going to take the low-pressure switch and we're going to hot-wire that little booger, and we're going to turn the compressor on, and then we're going to take our hands and grab the suction line at the back of the compressor, which is the biggest, fattest metal line at the back, and we want it to be cold, and then the small one is going to be a whole lot warmer, and we're going to gauge that, and once we force the compressor on, then we're going to see what kind of air comes out of the out of the center vent, but here's here's what something that bothers me. Um, I'd really, I'd like to know: is the compressor locked up or not? Uh, as far as I know, it's still running. It's blowing. Okay. 
Okay, but, so, but blowing yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. count. I need you to look at the front of the compressor, and I need to have your wife or some friends of yours inside the cab, the engine's idling, and you turn the air on and off, on and off, and see if the front of the pulley moves with the on and off. So when you go on, the pulley spins as fast as the front. We call it the clutch. So the clutch engages, and the the whole front of the compressor is spinning. And so when you turn it off, then the pulley continues to rotate, but the clutch disengages. This is pretty basic stuff for the repair shop, but if everyone's wanting to sell you a kit, I'm thinking to myself, the compressor's grenaded, and it's sent metal throughout the entire system, so we need an accumulator, we need a compressor, we need an orifice tube, we're going to flush the heck out of everything, and then try to put all this back together, and then it's going to be north of 1500 bucks. So I, I don't know what they're seeing, but I think it's okay to get a second opinion, or you can go back to them and say, I want you to give me a, a specific estimate for what you're going to do and, and tell me why. Okay. I live in the West Valley. You recommend anybody out this way? 38th Avenue and Indian School, Harker's Automotive. Uh, Harker's? 38th Avenue and Indian School. Harker's with an H. Oh, H-A-R-K-E-R. Okay. Yeah, Harker. I mean, they're really good at what they do. They're an honest family operation. Um, Bob and his um, his nephew are in the shop, and the two of them um, know more about cars than I do. And they're really good at what they do. And, and the, the question is going to be, is what do we need? You, you, you bring up a great point. This is a great way to introduce the show. It There are a lot of, um, in my, Mark Salem's opinion, there's just lots of shops that just go for the throat. Or I can reword it. They're going to assume the worst and bid the worst. And you'll never know if you needed the worst. I want to tell you unequivocally that many times a year, maybe once a month, twice a month, or more, we'll see a car, and it'll come in with an air conditioning issue, and we'll find that it's out of Freon, and it's got a leak over here. So we bid the leak repair and the and a, a new load of Freon, and and it, it could easily be anywhere from 500 to $800, depending on where the leak's at. If it's underneath the dash, it's going to be the big dog. If it's if it's the uh, or if the uh, condenser at the front of the radiator, it's going to be a big dog. But if it's a connection and the O-ring's bad, and all we got to do is take the connection apart, put a new O-ring, put a little bit of refrigerant oil on it, and put it back together, we're done. So it, or it's a Schrader valve where we actually input the the Freon into the car. So there's a lot of times that we find that the estimate was. I don't really know what's the matter with this, so I'm going to give him a really big estimate, knowing full well I can fix it for what I'm es- estimating for. But you're also going to pay from 100 bucks to $200 to have somebody specifically diagnose it because there's going to be a good amount of work. Do we have power to the compressor? Is the compressor coming on? Is the compressor working? Those are the questions that have to be answered before anybody can intelligently guess or, or intelligently give you an estimate and know that the estimate's good. How wide was the parameters on the estimate you got? Uh, 2000 Okay, that's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty damn wide. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that answers two, my question. <laughs> two thousand um, dollars is going to be. There, there are there are three major components. The accumulator, um, which is the filter assembly, is underneath the dash. You have the compressor that's underneath the dash. Then underneath the dash, inside the car, is the 
evaporator, and the evaporator is what gets cold, and then the fan is behind the evaporator, so the evaporator could leak freon, the accumulator could be plugged up with oil, with trash, the compressor could have gone to compressor heaven, and then in front of the radiator we have a condenser, and the condenser's job is, is as we send refrigerant into the condenser, it's hot, and we're going to cool it off, and we're going to take some of the heat away and send it back into the system. So then your question to Mark is, how often do you have to replace all four of those? Compressor, accumulate, go five. Orifice tube, which controls the flow of Freon, the uh, the evaporator, and the condenser. And the answer is maybe once every three or four years do we do all of that. And we do a lot of air conditioning work. So I'm just a little concerned with the off-the-hip estimate on your car, and I, I think it would be good to to say to Harkers, my air conditioning is not working. Um, I want you to, de- how much is it going to cost to have you determine the repair? And I can't quote their prices, but it's going to be between $100 and $200 because I'm thinking it's an hour to two hours to just track it down. Then now we know right. exactly what the problem is, and we know if it'll hold refrigerant, and we know if the compressor's bad, and we know if the accumulator's bad, and we know if the condenser's bad. So the orifice tube meters the flow of refrigerant. So the orifice tube is an important consideration. You know how much the orifice tube costs? 30 bucks. <laughs> so Interesting. It's, and the orifice tube is within one of the lines. So you take a couple of big wrenches, and you open up this connection, and you separate them. You use this tool to go in this hole, grab a hold of the orifice tube, pull it out. It's a little torpedo that looks like a cig. It's about the size of a cigarette, about the size of a cigarette. Then you look at it. It's got a bunch of metal in it. I know I need to do the <clears throat> or the uh, accumulator now. I put in a new orifice tube. I put a new accumulator in it. I flush it all out. Boom, I'm done after I fix the original problem. So that's kind of where you're at. All right. Well, I, I didn't know where to go and what to do, and so I really appreciate your help with this. Don't and tell them what your estimate is. Don't tell them you did. You already got a two hundred, two thousand dollar in your pocket. But um, you have to have everything wrong to be in the two thousand mile dollar mark. That includes everything. We're we're going to replace every well, single component except the controller on your dashboard. That's 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 what two thousand dollars is. Why why do you think I'm calling you? Yeah, I, I I you know I would really appreciate it if at the end of the day if you would. Um, Take a picture, maybe email me a picture of your final invoice, because I'd like to know what they did. Well, they and, didn't do anything. Oh, in terms of inspection is what you want. Well, I don't well, have that. When you get it fixed. You, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. When you get it fixed, send me a picture of your repair order. And, okay. And then, and then I think we'll both have a better idea on whether 2000 is just shooting from the hip. You know what I mean? It's if you would have called me and said, "Hey, I got a Ford F one fifty, and I, 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 what's the worst case scenario on an air conditioning failure, malfunction, not working?" I'm going to say two thousand. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to do everything All right, for two thousand well, dollars. I was suspicious of that when the guy talked to me about it. So, so. That, and that's why I haven't done anything at this point. And I, I, I did want to go to somebody who knew what they were doing, and I didn't know anybody in the air conditioning world. So, I'm, okay, that's why I called you. And what years your appreciate your help. Okay. What year? Oh, your... it's it's two it's two thousand. Okay. And okay. I have three hundred and twenty one thousand miles on it. Three hundred thousand miles on it. Okay. Three hundred and twenty. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever had air conditioning work done to it since you've owned it? Since I've owned that car, I've had very little uh, pr- mechanical problems. 
I had to put in an ABS uh, deal with my brake system last year. Okay. And then this is the next worst thing that's happened to me in 23 years. Okay. Well, and I'll tell you what, what I'll tell you, and I'm, and I, this is, you can take this to the bank. Somebody looks at your, your 2000, your, your 23 year old truck with 300,000 miles on it. And they're, and, and if they ask you, have you had any air conditioning work done on this? And you say, no, I'm bidding the $2,000 myself if that's all you want because 330,000 miles on a 23-year-old truck and, and you've never had air conditioning work done on it, I'm bidding the whole enchilada. And so, but, but our industry yeah, well. is capable of being more specific. Good luck to you, Jan. Good luck to you. All righty. When we, when we talk about car repair, it's easy. And, and you'll notice with, with myself and Jan, it's a give and take. I ask questions, he gives me answers. And when, you ans- when, when I ask you for, to answer a question, there are three valid answers. Yes, no, or I don't know. It's okay. So that's how it is. So if you have a vibration in your car, if you have a problem with your car, if, you, if you're, maybe you and your wife are fighting about what kind of car you're going to buy next. Those are all things that we can talk about. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And then we had talked about Larry Harker's Auto. Been around since 67. I've known Bob and Alan for many, many years. And they are a really top-notch, quality, honest shop. And and and, and when it gets down to <laughs> Bob and Alan, who own Larry Harker's Auto... When it gets down to Bob and I, we're both about the same age. We both have the same amount of t- time in the industry. So I'm, I'm not sending um, Jan to somebody who was born yesterday. Um, Bob's been around the block, and he's done lots of AC work, and he's certainly capable. On a 1 to 10 scale for us old guys, this job's about a 3.5 or a 4. That's all there is. We'll be back right after this. We expect our information in real time. U.S. Med carries continuous glucose monitors which provide real-time readings of blood glucose levels. U.S. Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 500 private insurers. So call 800-730-8405 today for a free insurance and Medicare benefits check. As easy as... That's 800-730-8405. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, David Bedin from Israel returns to Middle East Radio Forum to explain the largely unknown German anti-Semitism currently being practiced and what needs to be done about it. Don't miss this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. 
in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. It was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. I enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figuerella, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. New federal guidelines have nearly doubled the number of black Americans eligible for lung cancer screening. Black men are the most likely Americans to die from lung cancer, and black people develop the disease earlier in life than others. Insurance companies are required to cover these tests for those ages 50 to 80 who smoke or used to smoke. If that's you, talk to a doctor about lung cancer screening. For more information and to find a screening center near you, visit the National Lung Cancer Roundtable at nlcrt.org. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and if you'd like to join us, it's easy. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We're going to talk about your car, your truck, your problem. I'm going to ask you questions. You're going to answer me, and together we're going to kind of hone in on what it is that you should do next. Um, I'm an ASE Master Certified Technician, and I've been a master, which means there's eight automotive tests, and I've passed all eight of them, so then, therefore, I can call myself a master. And I've been a master since 1991, and I was first certified in uh, in the auto repair ASE certification um, probably 10 years before that. So it took me a while to pass all all eight tests, but it uh, it's something that's worth it, and and it certainly um, allows me a, a broad range of of, uh, of of opinions on different cars and trucks. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Ed, good morning. Thanks for holding. How can I help you? Well, I called you last week. Uh, I had a uh, coolant temperature gauge that was resting on zero. All right, full cold, and I. You told me how to test the sender, okay? Okay. So what we did was we shorted out the, uh, disconnected the lead from the sender, shorted it, and the gauge went to full hot, which it okay. should, right? Yes. Okay. So oh, it's going to swing. Wait, forward. stop. For everybody else, it can start disconnected. It can be hot and swing to cold. And then sometimes disconnected, it's at cold and it swings to hot. All we want to do is see it see the other end of the spectrum. That's all. Right. So have we eliminated the uh, problem with the gauge? Yeah. Didn't you see this gauge go from cold to hot? Yes. 
Yes. Okay, so, so, All right. so the gauge is fine. Okay, next phase, I go to uh, Ford, and I bought a Motocraft sender, all right? Okay. Installed it, and I've got no reaction. The engine well, is hot. I know that. How do you know uh, that? Well, uh, I warm up the engine, I drive it around, and, and uh, you know, the gauge stays on cold. Doesn't well, register if it does, anything. If the thermostat's stuck wide open, it's going to do that. Well, I uh, I put my fingers on the head, and uh, I know that okay. it's at least a hundred and fifty degrees. I okay, know but that. You're, what we're doing here is we're not making any progress at all because your fingers on your head mean nothing to me. Nothing. I don't. If if you said Mark, if you put your fingers on the head, you'd know that it was fully warmed up. I would say no, I wouldn't. And and besides, the head's a okay. big piece of of iron. Um, do you? <laughs> you're you're just going to need some help with this. But but um, the next thing I'll guess for you, the next thing would be is if there is a thermostat in there, it's stuck wide open. And and take the cap off the radiator, off the radiator, not the coolant overflow, the radiator. Start the yeah. car up. Bring the idle up, look down inside, and you should see the water ripple, but you shouldn't see it moving. If it's moving, either the thermostat is gone or it's wide open, and it shouldn't be. That's your next okay. test. All right. Well, um, just for the heck of it, I did some experimentation with an ohmmeter on the uh, new and okay, the old. Okay, well, you, no, no, we're not going there. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry. Your ohmmeter doesn't have a part in this in this repair. Okay, I would never use an ohmmeter. And all we're going to do is talk about hy hypotheses and stuff like that, Ed. That's not going to put put us over the or the goal line. So, I don't I don't know. There, this is so simple. Um, you're going to spend so much more time on this. Some old guys. I mean, this is a 15 or 20 minute diagnosis. But I just can't walk you through it, but I gave you your next step. Your next step is, is is the water flowing when it's cold, and when you start it up and hold the idle up, look inside the radiator and, and see if the water is moving on a rapid basis, then the, there is no thermostat or it's stuck wide open. That's your next step. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or a car problem, then I can help you. I can help you uh, real well. When it comes to diesels, though, um, strictly Diesel Service and Repair is an A-plus shop. Nate knows more about the Chevy, the Dodge, the Ford diesel than anybody I know. He's really, really good, and the name of his shop says it all, Strictly Diesel. So they do service and repair, and they also do foreign and domestic light-duty diesels, but they sell parts 24 hours a day on their website. But what they really are good at is, this is what my diesel's doing would you tell me what the repair is going to be? So diagnosing the problem, verifying the problem, diagnosing the problem, bidding the repair, both parts and labor, including shop supplies, environmental charges, and, and, and sales tax, and then talking to the customer. That's what Nate's all about. So he gets lots of calls, as we all do, um, from people who want us to diagnose the car over the phone. And he wants to remind me, and, I, and we do diesel work too, but we're across the world from him, 
The fact of the matter is, is this is not something that we can discuss over the phone and I can tell you how to fix your car over the phone. There are tests that need to be ran and we need to look at serial stream data in your computer and we have to have a, an appropriate device in order to ha get that information and of course we can't do that over the phone. So if you had a if you have a 68 Camaro and you've got a no-start problem, I can probably walk you through that whole thing, spark or fuel or compression, and I can probably do that in a period of 30 to 40 minutes, but that's not really what's best for you. What's best for you is to find somebody to help you. So if you have a diesel problem, no matter what, what it's at, then uh, it's worth a call to Nate and say, this is what I've got, this is the problem I've got, is it something you fixed before, found and fixed before? And uh, that's how the conversation starts. 602-508-0960. And, Gil, we have one. Who might that be? Say hello to Julie. Julie, good morning. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. So I, I, <laughs> I have got a 2017 Hyundai Tucson with a um, DVT transmission, the dual okay. clutch transmission. The transmission has, so it died this past weekend. We had it towed to the dealer. The dealer is telling us that we need a new transmission for $5,200. The car only has 76,000. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm nervous. It's okay. Um, it's okay. Did I say, so it was for $5,200. Car only has 75,000 miles on it. From what I've read, it's a known problem to Hyundai. Um, they recalled the year before ours. I've been calling around and have been told that the the whole transmission does not need to be replaced, that the actuator, the clutch, and the fork needs to be replaced. Okay. The car is not saying, drivable. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. What they're saying is, is if they're bidding this repair with this, then that probably will fix it, we think. But our industry has a bad habit of wanting to be everybody's hero on the telephone. And the, and the real question is, is somebody has to know exactly what's wrong, and then they can decide whether we can patch this. And I would imagine that, that, that there's a better than even chance that we can patch a 75,000-mile transmission. So okay. I'm, of, I'm, I'm of agreement there. The shops that you've talked to, they have to work on transmissions exclusively. This is not a repair for a general repair shop that does oil changes to cooling system flushes. This is not a repair for them. This takes specific tools and expertise. So I've only got five seconds. I'm going to ask you to hang on, and I'm going to talk to you on the other side of this break. So please stay there, 602-508-0960, and we'll be back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. As a former congressman and the ranking member of the Judiciary Committee of the U.S. House of Representatives, Doug Collins knows what it means to fight for what he believes. And on every episode of the Doug Collins podcast, he'll explore all topics from politics to life advice and blend them together for a well-rounded discussion that you can use to get the most out of your life. The Doug Collins Podcast. Subscribe today on Apple, Google, Spotify, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? 
Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cords. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. <laughs> Learn about adopting a team from foster care at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. All about that theme. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. We're talking to Julie, and Julie's got a Tucson with a constant velocity transmission and a CVT transmission. What that means to the world is is it doesn't have a bunch of gears like a manual transmission has one, two, three, four, five, or an automatic transmission may have one, two, three, or one, two, three, four, or one, two, three, four, five, and then lock up. So there's all this stuff going on. But Julie, are you still on the phone with us? I am. Okay. Julie, let, let me tell you, this is a, you're going to have to spend some time and no one's going to be able to diagnose it and no one's going to be able to to give you a price other than um, and you can't count that that price is going to cover the repair that you're likely to have the good thing is is you got 75,000 miles on it that's the good part 
find in a shop I would suggest that you go on the internet another thing you could do too is call a couple of the auto parts store in the general area that you you live and ask them if they know a shop that fixes CVT transmissions okay. the auto parts guys know who pays their bill who who when they order a part there's two kinds of shops you order a part you try it it doesn't fix the car you put it back in the box and you send it back to the parts store <laughs> okay and they all know who that is they they know who does that and so you're you're saying who pays their bill on time who has the old grizzly haired guys that work there that know transmissions really good or is there a specific import shop um but there's lots of import shops as well um in the area that that you're likely to be that would be able to handle it but the the default's always going to be Julie I don't know what's wrong with it it's going to take some diagnostic money to figure out what's wrong with it and then I'll put together a bid and I'll call you but Julie I want you to hear that this is a $6,000 transmission worst case scenario is $6,000 and I've got sales tax fluids all the labor all the diagnosis in that $6,000 it'll be $6,000 or less that's what you really want to hear from somebody you want to hear that, and that's the truth. So you're just going to have to find a good shop. I don't have anybody to tell you. What part of town do you live in? Um, I'm out in Buckeye. And the problem okay. is I can't go from shop to shop for diagnosis. The car's not running. Right. So it's right. got to be towed wherever I want the diagnosis done. Okay. Um, uh, I'll tell you, and I understand your dilemma completely. And this could be something very simple as well. This could be something very simple as well. Um, I don't have anybody out in the Buckeye area that I can, I can, but I, I would like very much if you would do this. Do you have a pencil and paper handy? I do. Mark with a K at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Send me your name and your phone number and give me the information on your car. Again, I think it's, you said it was a 17 Tucson CVT with 50 or 75,000 miles on it but and what I'm going to do is I'm going to call two transmission guys I know that one's up on the North I-17 which is across the world from you and the other one's in Tempe and I'm going to talk to them about your car and I'm going to ask them who in the west side is a good a good shop to send her to that's the best I can do that would be awesome okay I'm happy to do that okay I appreciate it thank you very much okay Thank you. All righty. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is in Mesa. Brian and Thelma work hand-in-hand. Actually, Brian works for Thelma because she is the taskmaster. But between the two of them, you have have the the guy that handles the nuts and the bolts and the shops and the technicians and parts and all that kind of stuff. And then you have Thelma who handles all the bill, the payroll, and she handles the front counter. They've been in Mesa since 1970. It's the only shop in Mesa that can pass the muster, can, can that can get above the bar that I have set for shops that I talk nice about. So Thompson's has been around a very long time. I, I have to tell you, when you meet Brian and Thelma, you'll understand completely why I I think they can handle Mesa just fine. They're really good people. They've been around the block. And you just meet them, shake their hands, and you'll understand that they're honest as the day is long. And they're very good at what they do as well. So that's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley. 602-508-0960 is the phone number. The lines are open. 602-508-0960. Gil, the lines are open, right? Yeah, all five of them. So if you want to give us a call, you can. We're going to be here for another hour and 20 minutes because we wrap up the show about noontime. 
folks, I understand the diagnostic process is is difficult, but what's really difficult is is to to it's not fair for you to think that anybody's going to be able to diagnose your car over the telephone without doing some testing. On the CVT, we have to check fluids. We have to look at the computer and say, hey, you got any heartburn? Do you have any codes? Do you have any problems? And the computer says, yeah, I have three codes. And I look at them and I go, and this is hypothetical. I look at them and they're all pressure codes. (laughs) So it means, well, we're not building enough pressure to move this car down the road. Well, then I start looking at level of fluid. And then all of a sudden I find out that it's a quart low or two quarts low and I put fluid in it and then all of a sudden things change dramatically. That's how it works. The diagnostic process has to do with you understanding how it, the alternator works, the air conditioning works, the transmission works, the brakes work, understanding. And when the brake pedal goes to the floor, then you have to figure out what's going on. So I'll give you a good example, the brake pedal going to the floor. When I come to a traffic light mark, my brake pedal, I put my foot on it and I stop, but then I feel the pedal just kind of fade away and go towards the floor and I stay with the pedal because if I don't, and if I hold the pedal in one position, then the car will start rolling. It sounds like you have a master cylinder that's bypassing internally, but you could have an external leak. So I have to first look at the brake fluid in the master cylinder. Then I have to check all the different connections to make sure that none of them are leaking. And then I'm probably going to go ahead and just take the master cylinder and separate it from the rest of the system. I'm going to run a pressure test on it and see if it holds. And if it doesn't, the master cylinder is bad. And if it does hold, if it if it doesn't hold pressure, the master cylinder is bad, and if it does hold, then I've got a leak downstream. That's how it goes. This is how, how we're supposed to work. And, and truthfully, 75% of the shops out there that have been in business more than 10 years, they already know that. So 602-508-0960, we'll be right back. I believe in leading from the front. I'm Mike Cordova, the founder of the Gold Financial Group. My guys and I share the same passion and dedication, which is to help you better understand investing in gold and silver. Please call us. There's no hard sell, no pressure, just good information so you can make an educated choice. We'd love to send you a free gold investor's guide. 800-214-9023. I love working with listeners. It is so rewarding building these relationships year after year helping you protect against inflation and watching you build real tangible wealth. We can show you ways to make that money work harder and safer. Be good stewards of your investments. The Gold Financial Group is a small boutique family business. I am even blessed to have my wife, Elisa, here with me every day. We want to help you. Call 800-214-9023. 800-214-9023. You'll be glad you did. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the Y. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the Y as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the Y. We're so much more than a place. 
we're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Julie, if you're still listening to the show, I've thought of something else. Automatic Transmission Exchange is on 40th Street in Washington, so it's on the east side of Central Avenue, but it's horizontally and due east of you. I'm going to call um, Phil in the morning and ask him if he knows that CVT on your in your Tucson. And if he doesn't, then I'm going to ask him who he would send. And, of course, you're going to send me an email, and I'll give you that information as well. So I don't know. It's kind of a specialty. Those constant velocity transmissions, CVT transmissions, they're just a, a completely different animal. And there's enough of them out there, and their life isn't that as long as some of the other you know, four and five speed automatics is, but uh, there's just not enough out there for the, the the market to be saturated with people who who work on CVT transmissions. So I'll work hard on that. Six oh two, I'll get it right. I'm looking at all kinds of things in front of me. Six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty is the phone number. All five lines are wide open. If you have a car question or car problem, or if you want me to settle an argument between you and your husband or the two brothers or between you and the auto parts store or whatever, whatever, then give us a call. 602-508-0960. The most important thing uh, that our relationship between shop owner me and customer you is, is that at the end of the day, everything I told you, everything I said I would do is in writing on my work order. Many of you will find that the work order says repair air conditioning, labor, $1,650, parts, $1,310, and that's it. That's not a very good idea for you to accept that kind of a repair order because if there's a problem, the shop says, well, wait a minute, what failed is the electric cooling fans, and, and we didn't install the electric cooling fans. Well, I know, but you just did the work a week ago, and I've got the same problem now. Is it possible you misdiagnosed it? No, no, I didn't misdiagnose it. That's why you have to put everything in writing and make sure that they do a good job with your repair order and tell you exactly what happened. What the, and, and most of us already do. We write down exactly what you say on the work order. You say exactly. It has a CVT transmission, and it doesn't move. It doesn't move when it's hot. It doesn't move when it's cold. It doesn't move when you rev it up. It doesn't move. The only way to get it to move from point A to point B is push it. That's the kind of conversation you're going to have with the shop. So those are the important hints with respect to talking to the shop. 
And what we really like is, is we like somebody that walks in with a note that they've typed up or an email that they've printed and they're handing it to us and it has all the information on it. Here's my name, here's my phone number, here's my address, car's out front, here's the keys, here's the problem I've got. This is when it happens, this is how to make it happen. It's related to this or this or this. Call me with an estimate. And that's how it is. The only thing that's missing in that conversation is the diagnostic process. I would suggest that you put down if the diagnostic process is going to be more than $50 to find it and then bid it, call me. So give them some kind of a number. $50 to $100 is going to be the number. But if you ask for that number, some shops will say, I can't possibly give you a diagnostic charge because I don't know how long it's going to take for me to fix it. I suggest to you that if the shop is seasoned, they'll they'll be able to figure out a transmission problem in X amount of time, an air conditioning problem in X amount of time, a the car falls on its face at idle and it idles rough in X amount of time. So typically you can say to them, well, there has to be some kind of a umbrella that covers my car intermittently idles really poorly and the check engine light flashes. Yes, ma'am, that there is. So, And then they're going to go into their computer and they're going to figure my labor rate, and I'm using round figures here because I'm terrible in math. My labor rate's $100, so I'm going to say, yes, ma'am, it shouldn't take me more than 25 to $50 to find it. Basically, I'm saying within a quarter of an hour to a half an hour, I should be able to diagnose your car. That's kind of how it works. 602-508-0960, and who might we have on the phone? Say good morning to Kurt. Kurt, good morning. Good morning. I have an 81 F-150, two-wheel drive, uh, 400, uh, I'm sorry, 300, 4.9 liter, and uh, I've had some ongoing brake issues that I cannot resolve. I've replaced basically everything in the system except for the proportioning valve, and I still get, uh, I'm still having troubles with like the, uh, if I brake uh, at a stop sign pretty hard, the back left tire will will lock up and then I still get quite a bit of vibration with the front when I'm braking hard. So that's where I'm at. Wow. Wow. Um, and I mean, I've replaced the, the booster, the master cylinder, both new calipers, new brake hoses on the front, uh, going to the brake lines, uh, rotors are brand new and brake shoes are new. <laughs> How about <laughs> wheel cylinders or calipers? Yeah, yeah. So the front calipers I just replaced uh, okay. with new brake pads. Okay. Did you replace the calipers or the wheel cylinders yet? Uh, the wheel cylinders, oh, as far as the uh, on the rear for the drums? Yes. No, I have not replaced those. Okay. Have you replaced the calipers in the front? Yes. Okay. Okay, you know you spent three times as much money as anybody in town that would have charged you to diagnose it, right? Oh, well, some of it needed to happen anyway. I mean, the okay. calipers were, I mean, probably as old as the truck, 81. The brake hoses were actually leaking. So some of the stuff I had to do, and, and the rotors were, were totally warped. Uh, okay. So that had to happen, so I did that on my own. Okay. But okay. At this well, point, let me, let me like, comment okay. on what you said, okay? Um, for, first of all, the proportioning valve itself is easy to test um, and and all you're going to do is just go do a, a panic stop on a on a pavement parking lot behind the Safeway tomorrow morning that's it just go do a panic stop the front should lay down about twice as much skid as the back do 
and the proportioning uh -huh. valve just proportions the pressure to the front and the rear, and we need 60% of the pressure to the front and 40% of the pressure to the rear, and all the skid marks should be the same length. But when you start talking about that you're replacing all those components, the, all those components that you've replaced have a specific symptom. So when you start going through and, and you have all of this, what I hear you saying to me is, is I've replaced everything in the brake system and I still drag one of the tires when I come to a stop. Is that right? Correct. But that's, uh, just to back up a little, uh, that's not the reason I replaced the booster and the master cylinder. Um, they were shot. Uh, the, the booster was leaking and the master cylinder was also leaking. So that's why those guys got swapped out. And so what was the, the symptom the for that? What was the symptom for that? For the booster? Yeah, you said the booster was leaking and the master was leaking. So what was the symptom? I mean, what, how, how, how oh, oh, tell me. The booster, the booster actually, uh, where the fitting, uh, where the line goes into the actual booster itself, uh, it was, it was worn out to the point where it was allowing too much vacuum release. I'd press on the pedal, and it would just be, it's like you could hear air coming out. And, and that's, the, a, that's a vacuum line to the booster can. Right, right. That's a vacuum line to the booster can. Was the pedal, was the pedal soft and go to the floor, or was it rock hard? Uh -huh. oh, oh, yeah, yeah, it was soft. I'd actually have to pump it. Okay. So when you did the master cylinder and the booster, did that fix it? Oh, totally. Yeah, it, it was good for about a year. And then not, it just basically started this with the, uh, with the uh, rear left, left tire uh, locking up. Okay. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to make a good suggestion to you. If you're going to take this to a shop, don't you tell them the story you just told me because nobody's going to want this thing. Because there's so much there's so much there's so much wrong here. Um, the the master cylinder, if it's leaking at the back, it contaminates the diaphragm and the booster, and your brake pedal gets rock hard and it doesn't get better. So uh -huh. if you don't have a rock hard brake pedal, and if you don't have a master cylinder leaking out the back, and you're saying that you've got a leak where the vacuum line goes into the booster, that's called a ten dollar grommet. So, okay, well I had so that. I replaced that though. I understand, but what I'm saying is, is that that vacuum leak would have caused a check engine light because the engine's running lean because it's got a vacuum leak. It's sucking a lot more air than it should. Oh, okay. So, uh -huh. and and so we should have had a check engine light. And then, when if you're leaking vacuum at the booster, then your pedals rock hard all the time, and that doesn't come and go. It's all the time. You're not supplying the booster with the proper engine vacuum, 16 to 18 inches of vacuum, because you're leaking out of the the fitting. So if you're leaking out of the fitting, that 16 to 18 inches goes down to five and six, and at that point we have a rock hard brake pedal 100% of the time. So, oh, okay. So I'm trying to help you and guide you, but be careful what you say. I think what you need to do is just find a shop and take it to them and say. This is the specific problem I want you to address, and I can demonstrate it right now in your parking lot. So if you want to just stand right there, I'm going to drive this way at about 10, 15 miles an hour. I'm going to kind of climb on the brakes kind of hard, and it's going to drag that left rear tire. I want you to find out why that is. But the proportioning oh, valve proportions awesome. from front to back, front to back, not side to side. Uh -huh. So the you you got a big problem with this proportioning valve idea because the proportioning valve is sixty percent of the brake pressure goes to the front, forty percent of the brake pressure goes to the back. So it's not going to be a brake pedal problem. It's going to probably be something in the brake assembly that 
perhaps maybe the hardware kit wasn't installed correctly and so when we apply the brakes we swell the top part of the shoes that clamps inside the drum and at that particular point we better have that bar across the bottom in the right position and the bar has to be there and it has to be in the right position if it's not then oftentimes it'll lock up the brake on one side or the other so you might want to compare one oh. side to the other and uh -huh. see if you see if you see anything different but really and truly don't don't you've you've you spent so much money this 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 at the very beginning was a $70 $75 maybe $80 diagnosis at the very beginning so you know, you could have you could have taken it to a shop and said, "You diagnosed it, and then I want to go fix it." People do that to us all the time, and we're happy to to oblige them. It puts a little pressure on us because we better hit it right. <laughs> so if they go do a booster and a master, and we tell them that's bad, and they come back and say, "Oh, it's still doing it," we got egg on our face, and we're going to have to probably fix that car for free at my shop. Not ever. I'm not speaking for the industry, but but oh, that's right, kind of right. well, how it isn't. So, what part of town do you live in? A surprise. Okay. Oh, give me major cross streets. Oh, Grand and Reams. Okay. You're going to probably have to come into town, um, and, and the closest one would be Harker's 38th Avenue and Indian School. I got a, I got a couple of shops on the 16th Street side. Got a couple of shops on the 7th Street side. I got Billy at 20, 20th Street Auto, um, Indian School on 20th Street. So, I got guys all over. If you go to MarkSalem.com, my website, all the shops that I, I recommend are there. So you can oh, take okay. a look and, 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 and take it there. But MarkSalem.com, M-A-R-K, and Salem like the cigarette, S-A-L-E-M. And that's how right. uh, you, you can say click on the best car repair shops link, and then you can find somebody there. And you and you can tell them. You, and this is a joke now. It's a joke. You say, I talked to Mark, and he's going to send me a coupon over for 50% off. So um, I just wanted to tell you I want to use that. And they'll go in, they'll laugh hysterically and say, has he been drinking lately? And you say no, okay? <laughs> okay. So it's just a joke. It's a nice way to introduce you. I don't make a commission on your ticket. I don't take any money for your ticket. I'm not a bird dog fee kind of guy. If I send you there, the relationship's between you and him, and he's not going to give me any money or, or tip me for sending you there. I don't do that. I don't do that. Okay? All right. Oh, good luck good. to you, Kurt. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960. We're going to take a break here in a few minutes, and then we're going to come back for another hour. So we have five lines open, and if you'd like one of them, now's the time. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. It should be no secret that a shop owner's... Um, it's difficult for us to reconstruct a problem when when you when you worked on this for six months and you've done a lot of work to it we know that we're going to find multiple things wrong with it and we're going to kind of have to unwind the whole thing it's not that we're going to purposely take a bunch of money away from you that's not it it's just going to be we're going to have to attack the symptoms one at a time so if the brake pedal is slowly fading to the floor, we are going to look at the master cylinder, we're going to look for leaks, and we're going to look at the booster, the, the power brake booster, we'll call it that, so that you know what it is. By the same token, if you have a drivability concern and you only have a miss on Thursday mornings at 10 a.m. and the engine misses and the check engine light flashes, then we need to have it during that period of time. 
So those are the kinds of things that the more information you give us, not guesses, not not what Google said on the Internet, just answer our questions, and a good shop is going to ask you a lot, and you'll know at that point that they know what they're doing. 602-508-0960. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.